Patience, frugality, sacrifice. When you boil it down, what do those three things have in common? Those are choices. Money is not peace of mind. Money is not happiness. Money is, at its essence, that measure of a man's choices. Hey, what's up, guys? We are this. Oh, wait, I was I was just about to say we are back. I'm getting a little confused as far as podcast, man. There's too much going on here. There's too much going on here, but we love it. But welcome, guys. This is something new that we're trying out. Um, and hopefully you guys will like it because we are very excited to announce that we are going to have a brand new podcast strictly talking about television and movies and uh, anything that, you know, follows that. Um, and we are here today with myself and, uh, and our producer, Turbot. What's going on, people? And then we have our first guest in our first episode and uh, first guest for this new podcast, and a first guest for the DDP altogether. And no, second, second guest. Come on now. No, I'm saying him, him as a guest. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. first yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Um, welcome in, Aaron. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I uh, do. Can't Wait, complain. You, you guys had a guest before me. That's yeah, it was Monk. Monk. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of disrespectful, but <laughs> I'll let this one slide. <laughs> no, but we we like to treat all of our guests good, and. Um, and this week, what we have is we have some great content because last week there was a show that dropped that we all three of us absolutely, absolutely fell in love with. And that's the show called Ozark. Um, this is season three um, since their premiere, I believe, in 2016 or 17. Um, and oh my gosh, man, what do we have to say? There, there's a lot. Bob, Bob, you're not going to talk about the fact the, uh, one of the reasons why we have uh, Aaron Sanchez on is uh, because, uh, first of all, he's an accountant and has been washing uh, money for El Chapo for the last, how many years now? Fuck, probably like six years at least. Yeah. Six years, yeah. He's he's there you go. So he's got he's got a lot of experience in that. Cue the, uh, cue the breaking news alert right now. Fed's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a great first episode, um, and we're happy to have you, Dean. Thanks for coming on. Dean, are you, f bro? Dean sits there. I'm sorry, Aaron. That's, my bad. No, that's Dean messed up. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, would not like another guest to be on this podcast um, to start this start this uh, podcast off. And on this show, you just kind of fit the bill, man. And uh, like I said again, we appreciate you coming on. And I know you will provide amazing content because you have for the past. Many years that I've known you. <laughs> let's let's see if I live up to the hype for sure. <laughs> oh snap! Well, um, Aaron, you went to school to uh, to be an accountant. Um, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, and <laughs> how has that been treating you, man? I mean, uh, it's crazy. I mean, especially with everything going on right now. That's so, right. Yeah, but it's definitely something. It's it's like, it's like the basis of everything, right? You ne you need to know something something business so mm -hmm. it kind of provides a a base for everything but um yeah it's uh it's exciting because i kind of do auditing so we audit uh all these organizations big or organizations and obviously during the show the or ozark um you kind of have the fbi come in forensic uh 
A forensic, what they call it? Yeah, forensic accountant. Accountant, yeah, there yeah. you go. So <laughs> they come in and try to kind of bust bust them up, which is uh, it's kind of it kind of hit home a little bit, yeah, for sure. Now, since you mentioned that, do you ever see yourself working for the feds, man? <laughs> I I actually thought Snitch. about it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's good. I actually thought about it. Like I was like, damn, but I was kind of u- gonna use like accounting to be like an agent in the FBI. Like okay. I, I thought about doing that, like s- completely cutting off accounting and then switching off to be an agent. Because wow, okay. actually accounting is like the number one major for being in the FBI. Is it really? Yeah, because yeah, it's mo- mostly uh, paper trail, every, isn't it? Everything is money, yeah. Yeah. That's so if, you, if you're trying to go after a cartel or something, like obviously if you can cut down their money supply or something like that, then that, that, that that's a big move right there. Yeah, definitely. Like in, in TV show, it's such a cliche thing to say that they're like follow the money follow the money that's where the fbi you know agents come in like uh just because you know whenever you follow the money that's where the fishy things are happening there's offshore accounts just like in the show you know so yeah it kind of reminds me of uh another show narcos oh yeah yeah. yeah. so big fans yeah the guy and he he's he's at a meeting with the the president or or some type of secretary or something Mm -hmm. and he's like you know how much money I have in your banks right now? Like, if I were to pull all that money, oh, yeah, that's the right. economy would just collapse, basically. Uh-huh. Felix so, Gallardo. Yeah, that, that <laughs> guy's crazy, dude. He, that's awesome. Uh, to quote the uh, great philosophers from New York, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> bards, baby, bards. Damn, I guess I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy you mentioned it because I myself personally didn't know it, and it sounds like you guys are pretty... Well educated on that, um, but that's pretty much what Ozark is all about. Um, it's this guy, middle-aged guy, who's you know making a trying to make a living for spoiler his family. alert. Spoiler. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. If we're talking about because uh, we're doing season three, we haven't done season one and yeah, two. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, but that's uh, everything we kind of covered is exactly what and Ozark it, it is. actually takes place in Chicago, which is oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So Parts it kind of hits home, yeah. It definitely does. And then throughout season three, especially, um, you will see Illinois license plate, which, you know, it, it's, it's more, it doesn't, it's not a big factor and for us to watch it, but it does, it does feel good. Like this was, it, everything began in Chicago and now it's in uh, Missouri, uh, Ozark, Missouri, where everything takes place and freaking everything that's possible happens and shit just really hits the fan. Actually, when I was down in uh, Springfield for a client, uh-huh. the client actually mentioned that uh, she took her s- her daughter or her whatever down to the Ozarks for like summer break. Really? And at that point, I was like, wait, that's actually like a, le- a legit place to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, we, we, just a few days ago, we were mentioning them, man. We're um, just, we're jumping, we're jumping a little bit, but this summer we're going to Ozark and we're taking out Darlene. <laughs> if, if anyone, if anyone that's, if anyone that's watched, um, season three of Ozark, Ozark, you guys will know what we're talking about, because someone's got to take this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> she crazy. She is mad crazy, man. And hey, she's she's gonna shoot a shotgun at your ball, so. Oh Careful. gosh! Yeah, she she don't she don't fuck around to be honest. Hell no. So we'll jump on to our first uh, segment here. Um, so since we've all seen season three, finished it. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, but definitely come back and watch our uh, listen to our and watch our sh- uh, podcast. For our first segment would be 
best new addition. So what do you guys have for that? Um, as far as best new additions, I know um, there has been multiple characters. But personally, I do want to... I, I think we might all agree on this. Um, the introduction of Wendy Bird's brother, Ben, who has been referred in previous seasons as far as comparing their uh, youngest son, Jonah, to. You know, uh, Jonah, when he was younger, they thought they had, like, this mental disability or something because he was found, like, killing animals on their, by the boat or something. And then he doesn't have much many friends and is very introverted, I guess. So that's the first experience we had with Ben. But now we have a face to the name, and Ben makes a hell of an appearance, dude. With the way he gets introduced in the show, it is fucking awesome, dude. He pulled up to the casino. Yeah, it was, it was, no, it was no, before, before that. that it was a teacher. That. You remember? Oh, As a substitute yeah, 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 teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he just, oh, my. With the phones, and he beat up the janitor. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. Yeah, dude. Also, like, what the hell is going on here, yeah. dude? Who is this guy? Yeah. Actually, right when he started going crazy, uh-huh. I was like, this is him. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Guy. Yeah, yeah. See, see, for me, that even occurred to me. I was like, dude, this. How does this connect? Is this like guy part of the cartel? Is like, is this guy like I? I personally had no clue who this guy was. Um, and then once the episode started, I was like, holy shit, man, this is wild. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I think the first episode started with the with they're in Mexico, right? Okay. And then they had that money. Oh, And then yeah, they yeah, just yeah. slit the guy's throat up. Oh, and yeah. then they blow up the whole place. Like uh-huh. that was crazy. Yeah, no. Th- yeah, absolutely. that was pretty insane, dude. I remember that. He, he, this guy just goes around and sprays all this cash around. After the explosion, there's a bunch of cash, right? Uh huh. Then he just decides to kill like a bunch of innocent people. Like fuck it, whatever. And, and this oh, is yeah. what the hell, dude. And this is the beginning of only the first and second episode. So like, dude, right off the bat, dude, this this show has been incredible. It's uh, it's something that really has your eye latched. You know, for for throughout the whole ten se- ten episodes that it has. Like, come on, man! Like you and I, we watched it on Friday when it first came out, and yeah. we watched like six episodes in one sitting. Bro, can't it was stop. like crack, dude. I was like, I can't, I, I can't stop. This guy told me about it. He said it's out, and I said, all right, I'll get right to it. And then I think right after work, I started watching it. Probably like five seasons, and then I did or five episodes, and then five episodes the next day, and I was just it was just a wrap. It's a wrap. It was. I texted this guy. I was like, you're done. He's like, yeah, dude. Don't don't uh don't wet your pants. <laughs> and at that point I, I had not finished it and I did not see what was coming my way. And then ultimately when I finished it on Sunday, I was like, dude, my pants are wet. <laughs> <laughs> so let the, going back to uh Ben's uh, addition to the show, uh-huh. what made made him so great is that first of all, the acting was top notch. He portrayed a person with a disability like a bipolar disorder perfectly. And his uh, way of just Small things, you no know, twitching, the fast talking, and just the erratic decisions he make, the mood swings, and that it was so damn believable when he was uh, acting. I mean, this this dude was uh, doing a great job, and I hope he gets nominated for some kind of Emmys or something like that. I think I think I his think his career is gonna blow up for sure. Oh, I yeah. think so because he so, was man. incredible, man. I mean, I really appreciate his addition to the show. Yeah, I actually thought it was also cool because. When Wendy was kind of breaking down or some point, and yeah. then he kind of brought the family together too. Oh, okay. Like that—that that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, like him being a like a friend to uh, the son. What's his name? Jonah. I'm Jonah. And yeah. that was really cool. He was being a good uncle. And the only problem I had was uh, him and um, Ruth. 
his relationship. It just kind of seems a little unbelievable because of uh, the age difference and such. But oh, speaking about age difference, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different <laughs> But at the same time, you know, I can see why they had to do it because they had to build an attachment with uh, Ruth and they had to build that because uh, Ruth's uh, character arc essentially is based on because uh, towards the end of the season, um, she quits because uh, the fact that, you know, the hit was uh, called out by his very own sister. And I think it had to be done, but we'll touch back on that later on. Uh, but as far as the as far as the character goes, I think uh, I think he was the best addition to the show. Better than Sue, the therapist. She was kind of funny, but at the same oh, time, she pulled she pulled up with the McLaren, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Man. And uh, actually, Frank Grove uh, Jr. I just could not stand that fucker, but he did a good job. I mean, whenever what what I say is that whenever you watch a TV show and you actually start to hate that character. That means that character's doing a good job. And that's kind of what I felt about um, Frank Grove Jr. And also, I I felt that about uh, Ben as well, too, because he kind of kept fucking up. And I was like, dude, I really don't like this guy. But at the same time, I really appreciate it. Especially towards the end. Like yeah, those, definitely. Those scenes were kind of frustrating for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely. They're just like, yo, just I'm trying to help you like chill out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, on... Who was your favorite? Aaron? I'd have to agree for sure. My, my favorite scene was when he's he's kind of riding in the taxi, Uber, whatever it is, and he's just kind of talking to himself, like oh, yeah, that, just rambling, right? That, that's an amazing scene, right like there. How's your how's your day going? Yeah. I'm like, dude, this taxi driver ain't even talking back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was a crazy scene. Yeah. And I also loved when he approached uh, the daughter. And then just kind of went off, and he's like, you know, oh, who your yeah, mother yeah, yeah, was yeah. like that was that was also crazy. I mean, that kind of blew him up, but you know, uh, n- another thing, I really didn't like the addition of the daughter, but she was a great actress as well. No, really? no, no, I, no, I, I loved it. Oh, I, I she loved pissed it. me no, off. She I, pissed me off. That's she, what I'm no, y- y- Y'all can y'all can finish yours, and I will, I'll end mine. I'll 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 tag along with yours. But you guys, why did you guys not like her character? Because she was f- so damn good at being a fucking ignorant bitch to be honest yeah. <laughs> um, i mean i i agree but like i feel like she was just like a little kid like just just, just grow up i'm trying to lose my virginity whatever blah 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 <laughs> and all this bigger shit is going on that she she just has no no clue really what's going on uh-huh i um as far as why she no i i completely understand why you guys wouldn't like her in but i personally thought um low-key very low-key that she was essential and how this whole season plays out because right when she was introduced she was a freaking liability from the start she was such a liability because like if she knew anything shit would just blow up because anyone that knows anything that's not involved in the cartels dude they're getting capped dude yeah so helen pierce who's the lawyer um for uh for omar navarro she that's the last thing she would want because she was already going through a divorce and she was already about to lose custody of her children. So she literally had to do every single thing she can to keep her daughter out of this just so she could still remain, you know, having a normal life with her kids. And um, and although, what was her name, Erin? She was she was 100% so... Oh, yeah, I, I also hated the fact that her name was Erin. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, anyone with the name Erin, dude. Yeah, I hate him. You can't I hate them all. You can't trust him for sure. Hell yeah. no. Let alone have him on your podcast. Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. But 
Well, it was an Aaron with an E, though. Yeah, but no, shit. it's still an Aaron. No, no yeah. I can't that. do it. I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, 100%, I do have to agree. Her m- one mindset is like, oh, I, you know, I can't go, over, uh, go uh, about this summer and still be a virgin. My friends wouldn't see it. But that's also, they also, you know, provides a good comparison between what level she's at compared to what level the bird's kids are at. Like, these kids have been there from the beginning. Uh. They help their parents stack up money, put them in the walls. Just, like, the dynamic of it, it's like, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. It's a fucking well-oiled machine like Noah. Like, he's so smart. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Jonah. He's like, oh. Jonah. Jonah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jonah. 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 And then he's like, oh, I got this invested in crypto. Like, we could do all these transfers. Like, he, it's just ridiculous. We can launder money. That Like, uh, I, I love that. Yeah. He's like, he's like a mini-me to uh, to Marty. And like I don't, and they don't see it. They like don't the see Like the modern that. 21st uh, uh, century version of uh, Marty. Like, uh, he was trying to uh, embezzle money through, not, not embezzle, wash money through, like, video games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that's something you can do. People exactly. actually do, you know, buy all these gold or whatever. From uh, uh, the World of Warcrafts or Call of Duty, a Counter Strike is a big one. Uh, yeah, and I thought that was very interesting. I actually love that uh, video game scene. Oh when, yeah, when they kind of do a flashback on Marty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like a little kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the only way you can win this game is if you have enough quarters. Mm-hmm. It's like you have enough money. It's rigged. The system's ri- yeah. rigged against you. I mean, that was kind of cool because uh, when I was watching those scenes, I think it was like episode seven or eight. I, at th- at first, I was like, "Oh, I can't believe they're doing this again." I f- I feel like that's kind of a filmmaker's uh, bailout to like go back in time and just kind of show these things. But at towards the end of the episode, really made complete sense. But yeah, but but at this point, he was actually kidnapped and being yeah. tortured in like a little hole. And and also the irony of the name of the game—it's called Beast Slayer. No, that yeah. I, I mean, I I th- I think that has because. He was able to tie that back to how he's able to, because that episode was so significant when he got that game. Um, was it before, or after he got tortured? Oh, uh, after. Was it after? After, yeah. And then that just, I feel like he came to a realization of you can't do this in one sitting. You have to cut it up into pieces. You have to do it over and over and over and over again. And I think, in in order to slay this beast, and I think that has a huge significance into how marty went about uh for me because if i'm not mistaken there was that scene it actually like has a close-up of him he has a, like a uh coin and he puts it in and he pulls it back out so he was oh like yeah, you mentioned that he essentially he was like cheating the system like just like how uh laundering money is cheating the system mm-hmm. so it was like a, it was like a predicting his whole life, you know, from a young age. It shows that Marty was like, you know, he was good at it when he was a kid. Now he's good at it when he's an adult, washing money. And essentially not paying taxes, laundering dirty money is cheating the system. I don't, by know. Definition. I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be a reach, but uh, that I thought it was a very cool thing they did. Yeah, Aaron knows all about washing money. You might you might have to educate us on this afterwards, man. Yeah, no. I'll let you know, <laughs> but yeah, we can't let this information get out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> While we post it on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, but hundred percent, man. I think I think right off the bat, I think we can all agree that Ben's um addition to the show was just added so much thing. And I do love Aaron that you mentioned that he was also kind of in a way a glue for a few episodes of that family of keeping them together and then um, also just providing another 
um, friend for Jonah after Buddy had uh, sacrificed himself pretty much for the family. Um, no, but Ben and then also another individuals that we can go ahead and mention are the two owners um, that, um, that Wendy Wendy and Helen try to buy from, which was the Bell, Missouri Bell yeah, Casino. Yeah, Missouri Bell Casino, yep. Um, I forget their name, but uh, no, they also... I'll actually jump transition this into the next segment. Um, they were also a huge, I guess, proof of the whole theme of season ten, which season I three. of season three. Yeah, my bad. Um, of like woman empowerment in a way, not woman empowerment, but like one switch of roles yeah. of just woman having putting the foot down of like telling the men, be like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. This is what I want to do, and I don't care what the fuck you say. We're going to go about what I think we should do. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at, like, history of film, just watch any kind of film, there's a stereotype of women role, uh, female role and uh, men's role, and men is always the ambitious one yep. who's always trying to get, the, get, s- mm, get stuff done or go get something. But whereas uh, women, they're always uh, trying to um, play it safe. And I, I really appreciate the... Sw- uh, Switching roles there, mm-hmm. like uh, I was uh, another show that is kind of very close to it. I wouldn't say it's exactly the same as uh, Breaking Bad, whereas the wife Skylar, she really doesn't want to be involved in this. And you know, when the Walter White dies, she she knows that they're they're gonna strug- struggle financially, but she wasn't willing to accept the fact that he was dealing drugs. But it was partially for Walter White's uh, own ego, but at the same time, she w- didn't want to get involved. Whereas in this show. Um, what's her name? Wendy. Wendy. Wendy wanted all that power, all that money. I mean, you could you could see it from uh, the season two, uh, season two finale when they're about to leave, and she's like, "I want to stay," because she could see that you know she because she was a power player, and I also believe that she goes back in her uh, time in Chicago where she had to leave uh, this campaign manager. Uh, position to become a housewife and I don't think she was very happy with that she's an ambitious woman and she wants this all this power and she was telling Marty this whole time hey we can make this only way for us to get out is make this uh, legit so we're too powerful to kill for the cartel and I thought that was very cool yeah I definitely agree I I, kind of like that take as well and then like Turbold mentioned that kind of foreshadowing in in those two older owners they're they're kind of having their troubles, yep. so Marty and Wendy kind of ask for advice and in a way kind of try to see kind of how they were gonna kind of fix the relationship or work together. But yeah, I definitely thought that was that was pretty interesting. That's very interesting that you say that, um, because I do believe that in the end it's gonna be Marty versus uh, Marty versus uh, Wendy because. Uh, in season three, they were kind of struggling back and forth, back and forth. And I, I know in season, yeah, season four, I know it's set up to fight against the, uh, uh, what's her name? The crazy K- lady. Casey Mobs, Darlene, Wyatt. Yeah. and Darlene, yeah, Darlene. Well, but I, I feel like the towards the end, it's going to be Marty versus Wendy. Well, I feel like Marty kind of took that power or whatever back after he was kind of tortured and uh, he came back from mexico right mm-hmm. oh yeah then he kind of was like okay like let's do this I'm, like i'm with you and then mm-hmm. he kind of took that to a whole new level and then wendy kind of just sat back and she, she's like what the fuck's going on 
Yeah, because because when he was in there, I don't know. It doesn't say how long he was in there, but he was in there for at least a few days. And the way they tore, it was not physical torture. It was strictly mental, dude. That was the, that was the most messed up part. And although it was such a mental torture on Marty, he came back like nothing happened. Like he came back the n- and the morning after, he's freaking woke up at like six in the morning cooking up breakfast. He's like, all right, guys, let's get back to work. Yeah. What what I actually thought was really interesting and really clever was the fact that the FBI agent flagged. That Panama account. Oh yeah, and he, and he realized that he's like the only one smart enough to do that would be you. And and that that and goes back to sorry to cut you off, but that goes back to woman playing a huge role because exactly. I I loved I loved Agent Maya because she was so so hard headed. She was out to get Marty right from the beginning, and she would do whatever it takes to do the right thing. To do the right thing is what I want to highlight because that's. That was her whole motto this whole whole time, and Mar and Marty tried everything to like steer her off path, and yeah. she just wouldn't budge. I, I actually thought she was going to. I that's what I thought. I too. definitely thought she was. Yeah, for sure. And it was like, oh my god, and it's it's funny. That's what you want to do, Aaron. That's y- <laughs> you're gonna be doing good things, man. <laughs> and also, not only uh, um, uh, Wendy and the wife of the uh the Bella uh what was that the casino owner. Um, Ruth is also like a woman in power as well. And on top of that, who else? Um, Darlene, the crazy, the crazy bitch, <laughs> the lack of a better word. And, um, the biggest one. Yeah. I thought physically and in the show, Helen. Helen? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The giant. <laughs> it's funny. We haven't really mentioned her because she plays such a crucial role in season three and just how. I don't know, she's a freaking, she's probably as psycho as, as Darlene, but in a more tame way, you know? Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Cal- I would, more calculated. I, I would agree, but then I, I would agree, or I would say that her emotions kind of got the best of her because once her daughter found out, mm-hmm. that kind of, she kind of blew everything uh, like out of proportion. Mm. It was just kind of really after revenge for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Um. Th- I think the difference between Darlene and... um. Oh shit! The lo- the lawyer. What's her name again? Helen. Helen. Uh, is that Helen is more calculating? She's a cold-blooded killer, but whereas uh, Darlene is more emotional. She just kind of does whatever she feels. You know, just kills people because she feels like it. Shoots uh, dudes in the dick because she feels like it. I mean, well, well, that was a statement though. That was a big statement. Well, well, I th- I feel like she was just trying to get Ruth she was, on she her was side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she was winning Ruth over. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely cool. Um. So you know, before before you move on, Darlene is just as strategic as Helen. If not, she's she's smarter. Cause look, she's still alive, and she's gonna be the next enemy. But Darlene is just I don't know. I love I I really hate her character, but in a way I love her character because I know I know why you love her. She ah stop you freak <laughs> you freak you just wish you would sleep yeah. with her damn y'all caught me turbo AK Wyatt <laughs> damn man y'all ex- y'all don't get to expose me on the pod bro, like you're that just, man you're just going off on your love for Darlene so hey, right. we, we, we ain't gonna judge bro that was supposed Do to you. be low key that was supposed to be low key but uh, no it's a crazy dynamic as far as um, as far as that goes and then you know right from that. We can kind of um, jump into. Were there any 
things that you guys were not a big fan of or actually actually let me step back if you guys were Darlene how would you guys go about the whole scenario in uh, season three like in in season three she kind of take a step back but would you guys do anything differently if you guys were Darlene or if you guys were any character uh, uh, let me, I, actually, actually let me start with Aaron let's see what Aaron's got to say Dar- Darlene specifically? No, any character. Like, so let's put yourself into maybe you're the lawyer, maybe you're a Marty. I know you feel strongly about Wendy and Marty. So if you're one of them, what would you do differently? I think Darlene did everything right in a way. Okay. Yeah. So I'd agree with that. Um, maybe the only, I don't know about Wendy because that's kind of a hard situation to be in. Like, mm-hmm you basically give the order out to kill your brother. Um, I mean, I know that was a really emotional, it was a, it was a pretty cool scene. Um, but I feel like there was a, there was a way to get, get kind of past that, but in a way that that was kind of necessary to, to set kind of the season up mm-hmm. the next season up and just kind of develop and just kind of improve from there. So, uh, I mean, personally, I would, I would have done the same thing. So put a head on your brother. Yeah, I mean, just you, ra- you, you better hope your brother ain't listening just, to this, man. Just ra- wrap <laughs> it up. Just just get it. Just get it done. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would have to agree with Aaron as well because it was it was gonna be a Ben or the whole family. That's right. that's that's the what it came down to, and mm-hmm. she had to make a very tough decision. But at the same time, I do believe uh, this is a this is gonna have a huge effect on her character as well. I believe she's gonna take. The same uh, cold uh, character traits like Helen after this. I think she's gonna just turn very cold, and she's become like best friends with the uh, uh, the cartel um, Navarro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do believe that she's kind of replaced her. So she's gonna become this cold-hearted person who's just only there for power and money, and and I think. Uh, her brother had to die for her to become that. Yeah, and and to tag along with that, as much as everything she did was her, the interest of her family to keep her family alive, especially her two young kids, it was also what she wanted to do, because she was not not evil, but she was um, just as ferocious as Helen and all these other woman characters. And the perfect line that she had stated, I think it was to either to one of the politicians or to her brother, Ben. She's like, um, or Ben was like, you know, you as a politician, you would have been great as a politician. And then Wendy went on and said, she's like, you know, my past life, it wasn't very exciting. It was boring. So like, and then she d- she kind of stopped at that. So from that, my implication was that she enjoyed what she was doing right now with the cartels because it kept her on her toes it kept her interested every day was different although with all everything that had happened she was like i want more i fucking want more i want more and then that just kind of carried out through the whole season three and um and just she just loves it man she is just as psychotic as everyone else i think in a way i'd agree because didn't she say too if you can't have something you have to take it by force she no she that was a exact she quoted uh Omar Navarro. Yeah, but then she used that against one of the casino owners. Cuz she yeah. believes it, right? Yeah. Cuz yeah. she believes it. 
And I love Wendy, man. And uh, just before we like move on, I don't know if you guys ever s- uh, have seen that meme of uh, like it says uh, Ben in season three be like, and it's this dude with like four different <laughs> cell phones. Oh, that's <laughs> funny, dude. Oh, bro, God. he pissed me off. I'm not gonna. That was, yeah, it was that was so, giving me yeah. so much anxiety. It was yeah. Man. Every time this guy's got a phone, call it. You break it. The next one, so he buys another phone. I'm like, come on, dude. Come ben, on. just get the message. Get rid of your <laughs> phone, man. <laughs> although, although it was pretty sad when she, she was kind of walking away from the restaurant, uh-huh. and you could kind of see him, and he was just chilling there, just yeah, eating. just eating like, yeah. like nothing is happening. Yeah, and then, and bah. then I think the worst part was. Um, when she, when Ben had made that call with his burner phone to uh, Helen, was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I did not want this to happen. I want everything to go right." And then, um, and then Wendy comes and takes the phone and breaks the phone. He's like, "Are you crazy? This is not what we wanted to do." And then Ben just like breaks down. And that was that episode within itself was just like I understood Ben because Ben was right through this whole whole freaking season. Oh yeah, he. W- all of his intentions were for the right because everything that Wendy and Marty were doing, although it was the best interest for to keep themselves alive, they were doing everything they were doing was like against the books, illegal, wh- whatever. And Ben was just kind of thrown into this, although he had a choice to back out. Wendy warmed him. He still got himself into it. But that episode when he was just crying in the car, um, that that really hit hard, man. I was like, "Holy crap!" I actually think he was probably the the most sane person there. Hundred percent. Although he was insane, yeah. I, which I is very that. ironic, yeah, you yeah. know, because you walk into this big mess mm-hmm. and everybody's so adapted and already mold, molded into this, and but they're he, okay with it. Yeah. So he That's walks in, he's like, "Yo, what the f-? like? This is not normal." He's like, I, th- "I believe he actually said that." He's like, "This is not normal. Like, what are you guys doing?" Mm-hmm. So his reactions are actually what any of us would do. Exactly. But yeah. uh, or, or not just a normal person would do that. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, sane person would do because everything they were doing, including the kids, what the kids were doing, how much information the kids knew, because the kids knew just as much as Marty and Wendy. So therefore, they were pretty much employees mm-hmm. of the cartels at such a young age. Yeah, but they're an extension of their you know, parents. Uh huh. By choice, in a way, too. Yeah, I mean, I. You don't really without, have a choice. With dude. and without. Uh, I, yeah, I guess. Because you're like, you don't have you can. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, yeah, I, I loved I loved that. Um, but a couple of things. Um, there was one thing that I didn't like. Like something I that I wanted to pick out. I really wanted to. I mean, not, not digest, but like a nitpick of mine throughout the season was um, the two owners of the Missouri Bell that they bought it from, the el- elderly couple. What happened to that woman, dude? She died and no investigation, although these people just bought the uh, casino from them and then this woman dies. I don't know. I, c- I kind of I, I feel like that, that just kind of went, they just brushed that off because uh, she like died. They, they didn't have that planned kind of. Because mm-hmm. they're talking, and then he just kind of hits her, and she falls off the hill. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could have gone that about that uh, uh, definitely a better way for sure. I agree with you. It's just like something they just kind of waved off. Like I, n- I know it's a show; everything dramatized, obviously, but it was like they uh, did kind of play a significant role in the role of the casino. Yeah, I feel. I feel like they could have kind of 
kept her maybe while they were uh, blowing up the other casino or something like somehow have her be in the other casino and then blow it up and her die in it or mm-hmm. I don't know a, a different way yeah for sure and just like how that didn't alert the FBI because they just literally bought the casino from them and she 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 gets capped or she dies. I don't know. Th- that was something that I was like, uh, you know. Yeah, some, something I actually didn't like, but then I was kind of appreciated after was the fact that Ben kind of took, like they were kind of emphasizing a lot of, of Ben and uh-huh. then his illness. And I was like, yo, there, there's a a cartel like war going on. Like yeah, you can uh-huh. kind of blow that up and have so much action and more kind of create some emotional spike in people watching and stuff like that. But but then, like just the way everything kind of uh, played out, it, 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 I definitely appreciated it a lot more after. Yeah, I I think I would have to agree with you there. I was I was like, dude, this guy, this guy's just a liability, man. This guy is like just fucking everything up. But then at the end of the day, I was like, dude, he did really have the right intentions, best intentions for the family and himself, and Ruth, and he just wanted to get it in. <laughs> There's another. Uh, character i really absolutely despise man tommy remember that douchebag tom tom tommy oh the uh, real estate guy no the guy who likes to shoot guns and get high he was the informant for the fbi oh dude what a piece of shit dude talk about a pedophile he was he was the one that worked for the kc mobs who got caught blowing up the uh the boat um, and he was working side? working as oh, a rat for the FBI's. The guy hitting on Helen's. Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, that I dude. fucking hated that guy. Yeah, I, 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 I actually hated that I guy. I actually dude. thought he was gonna shoot the kid when yeah. they were playing yep, with the guns. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, he's dead, man. And then the cops pulled up. Oh my gosh. No. I, oh my. No. I, I'm so glad he's dead. Yeah, I am so happy. I the was way so he died. Yes. Well deserved. Well deserved. I was clapping, dude. I was like, yes. <laughs> slow clap, you know. <laughs> it was the time to go. It was the time to go. Um, now the way he died, he w- he was killed. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was killed by the Navarro cartels or the Laguna cartels. It was the Laguna cartels. It was right. Obviously, why would the um, Navarro kill their own money uh, people? Because because Helen knew that sh- he was um, he was going after his daughter. Charlotte knew, and I don't know. I thought there could be something there. I I had not I had a feeling that it was the Lagunas, but in a way I was like it could also be the Navarros. The the, the best scene I think from that was when uh uh what's Navarro mm-hmm. and he, his son's getting baptized oh, and yeah, then they yeah. pull up and oh. just shoot everything. I love that scene. That scene was amazing. Just kills everyone, dude. No mercy. But but the baby. But the baby. Yeah, yeah. it's they crazy, dude. It's like there's no rules down there, dude. Just kill anyone in the church, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I thought that was pretty intense. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, that was basically going on a, a couple what, a couple months ago when they caught El Chapo's uh, son. Yeah. They had to let him go. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they were scared, dude. Dude, that's, that's, just, that's just... I mean, I would have done the same thing. I would have given him back, but... Fuck yeah, didn't yeah. didn't one of the uh, the federal agents that captured him, yeah, he, he, he got he, shot, right? Yeah, he got... He, got, he yeah. got capped? Yep. Yeah, it's like, no more There's of this, There's so, so much power, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's... Dude, this... this it's so... Like this show in Narcos, with especially with everything that's going on, and recently I'm kind of we're kind of jump jumping off topic, but recently the Venezuelan president Maduro, did you hear about that? They got his ass for for working with the cartel since like 
1990 or something. Um, and then he had been a president for them for, I don't know, for how long. But they took his ass out along with, like, a bunch of, like, Colombian FARC people, bunch of, like, uh, uh, politicians in Venezuela. But yeah, I, I all of this is kind of relevant as far well, as Well, I know we were talking about kind of, like, what would you do if you were a character? But in terms of what would, y- what would you do if you were, let's say, a farmer, a poor farmer in Mexico or Venezuela or uh, whatever, one of those countries, and you were making seven ten dollars a day and then you had this opportunity to just make billing like you would definitely do it there's no question about that um any of the opportunity that cartels do take advantage of or or individuals that's lacking the resources lacking the money that really in dire need of of the money so these are all vulnerable people and um cutting that back to the cartels it's just like Navarro, he was a he was a sociopath himself too. Um, he had, you know, and and the great dynamic of that was he was able to build a relationship with Wendy, which ultimately led to the cap of Helen. And um, I I actually loved how they introduced him because they portrayed him in such a good way that he he was kind of feared. Like he it, was. It, you you can only talk to me for like twenty thirty seconds, like whatever. Boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like the way they portrayed him was awesome. I mean, it shows the, the guy who, of like a, who has a lot of power. You know, mm-hmm. he decides when the conversation is going to start. He decides when the conversation is going to end. That's right. And that's like a, you know, that's like one of those moves where you just take your balls out and put it on the table. It's like, yep, I got the biggest balls here, motherfucker. Not you, Turbo. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, buddy. I was about to get out and pull my. Nah, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay, so next one would be I just want to give a shout out to the director and the videographer. Um, I believe uh, so, uh, some of the episodes, he's the producer, Jason Bateman, um, is a producer and directed a couple of episodes as well. And uh, it's his, uh, it's his, uh, um, what, what, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's his like child that he, he's, uh, you know project that he's been working for and the, all the setting the tone and the color of the uh the color tone of the uh of the show itself i mean the way he did it it's incredible and also it kind of reminded me of uh what's it called the hbo show we recently Succession. saw outsiders oh outsider and oh, you know how yeah. outsiders had a kind of similar feel guess who's the producer on that yeah jason bateman. bateman right and he directed it too and dude is uh, i feel like he's one of the more Underrated uh, directors, Director, also producer. producer and actor. Dude, dude is uh, becoming one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Three One Two for sponsoring this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please sponsor us here. Yeah, we'll turn the turn the Be bottles. Of, yeah, many of these yeah, moving definitely. forward. Um, no, hundred percent. I was I was watching a YouTube video on that. Um, Jason Bateman. He actually said he wanted to. Uh, direct the whole series or at least the first whole season and um and him being able to do although he did he he couldn't direct the whole thing but he said he directed the first two and then the last two but him being the lead actor in a role that's so crucial in the show but also directing it and just knowing how to depict certain things to get his message out um in a year that was full of great nominations as far as the Emmys. Yeah. He beat, uh, I, forget, I forgot who else it was, but he. Game of Thrones. Uh huh. And then there was one other one. 
but he was he he topped all those and then one of his episodes was um from uh season 1 I think and uh no Jason Bateman he's he's a freaking triple threat he's coming to be a triple threat he's put l- labeling himself as one of the best um especially in this generation yeah very versatile actor he can do comedy ser- something serious you know he was on preach he was on dodgeball you remember that with what? Ben Stiller wasn't uh, horrible bosses or no? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that shit funny. is so yeah. fun. Motherfucker Jones. Yeah. <laughs> well, you call you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm personally excited. Season four is gonna. Oh, I think it's gonna be no tremendous. Doubt. No it's gonna doubt. be epic, man. That's yeah. It's gonna be epic. Um, while you mentioned season four, was there? You know, so how how season three kind of played out? Is there anything that you want to see that you kind of wish? I mean that you want to see or your predictions as far as season four. Now, now it's not confirmed yet that they're making a season four, but way they left it off, hell yeah, there's got to be one Definitely are, yeah. Too much money left on the table, you know. It's one of the best shows out there. I think so. Is there anything you want to see, Aaron? I kind of want to see a better integration or kind of the KC mob, like all those kind of work together against the cartel because now they really don't have as much. It's just really the family and their they're right there because Helen's not there, right? Mm-hmm. So now, and then the the cartels, what in Mexico? So you have that distance. So I don't know if they're gonna bring someone else in to kind of keep them safe or like. Yeah, you're it, right. it's, it's just interesting, but how they work together, kind of to bring down. Because we saw when uh, what's her name, the blonde Ruth, when Ruth tried to kind of keep everything kind of running mm-hmm. while he was being kidnapped, like she really couldn't do it. So he's at a different level for sure, mm-hmm. but I want to see how kind of they come together and to see if they can disrupt anything or kind of create any problems. You think so? You think Marty and all those people will team up with the no. KC cartel or Darlene or wh- no? No, no. I'm I'm interested to see how good uh, the KC and Darlene and all oh. of them work work together against dude, Marty. I think that's going to be absolutely fantastic, dude, because. The Bird family, Marty, everyone they have come in contact with, they have they have you know ha- harmed. Whether it's killing you know their family member, or killing their close friend of theirs, they have so much dirt and so much hate towards the Bird family. Like they could just take them out, but yeah. the only thing that's holding them back is their the birds are tied to the cartels. And the, and the thing is, they prove themselves by killing Wendy's brother, right? So yeah. now their loyalty is set. So exactly. now, who kn- who knows what could happen? Like they could have so much backup, they can be on street, extremely untouchable now. Now, now they're gonna be uh, Nelson, the uh, Helen's previous hitman. Th- I feel like they're gonna be the individuals that the birds call if they need someone hit. So they have that direct connection and availability of a r- of a resource to literally do what he does best is fucking take yeah. motherfuckers. Wh- what out. I'm really the way it ended with. Uh, Marty's son kind of shooting at the glass. Like oh. I'm, I'm interested in what was gonna happen with him. Oh yeah, it's also a huge dynamic that I'm curious about. Cause he he's upset right now. He's he's going crazy. He almost shot. Uh, what's Helen? Name? Helen, yeah. And and I, I was talking to our producer earlier. Um, this this the mistrust for Jonah from Wendy, or the mistrust with from Jonah that he that he has has for for the family has been 
has been damaged. It has been significantly damaged. And I saw it has been damaged from like episode two. Um, because Wendy, there w- remember the uh, the priest, the pastor, in like the previous episode? He had a baby. Oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then Darlene freaking cut the cut the pregnant lady, uh, the wife out, and took the baby. Now, the Bird ba- family had taken care of the baby whose name is Zeke. Well, actually, I think Wendy is so attached to him because, remember, I think Wendy had a miscarriage or something or something went oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she kind of like right. loves that baby and kind of wants wants that baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they had taken care of the baby for for uh, for a little time and and right off the bat like Charlotte and uh Jonah they were kind of in a way also attached to that baby too. And Wendy had told them like we sent him to a safe family, but Jonah just finds out that the baby had been given to this crazy psychomaniac um Darlene and that's kind of I I I found that to be to be cool that it had been brewing throughout season 3. Oh definitely. It it was his character arc, you know. Uh just mistrusting his parents cuz uh the <coughs> uh Wendy and uh oh crap, I'm blanking on his name now. Marty. Uh Wendy and Marty, I'm mean, from the start. Like that's not what a healthy, normal relationship do, you know? Yeah. They, they were going behind each other, like, left and right, left and right. That's, that's going to be you when you get married, for sure. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Don't, uh, I don't know, man. I hope not, because that, that's real shitty. Then they hide secrets from uh, their kids, and the kids hide secrets. It's like the, that's not a real great family dynamic there, you know? It's bound to fall mm-hmm. apart. And also, uh, to... Um, um, Piggyback off what you said about uh, Wendy and Zeke, and I I feel like I, I don't agree with what you say. I feel like uh, the reason why uh, Wendy was trying to go after Zeke is because she was just kind of feeling herself, like she was making all these moves. She kind of felt like she was powerful, do whatever she wanted to do, and she was like, you know, fuck the uh, fuck Darlene. I'm gonna do whatever I want, and I want to hit her where it hurts. I'm just t- t- gonna take the baby. I didn't think. Uh, I feel like. Uh, she stopped being a good person, and it's all about power for her. That's my thing. I feel like that was, that was yeah, that was her uh, um, character arc for the season. I mean, you, what do you guys think about that? You guys agree or not? I I actually agree because I think she was having a conversation with her brother, right? Yeah. And then, and then she and he's like, "Yeah, you should do it." And yeah. She's like, "You know what? I'm, I'm gonna uh, do it." And yeah. Yeah. Ha- ha- have you talked to Marty about it? And she's like, "I don't give a fuck what Marty says." Exactly, dude. So, like, so she was really feeling herself. Like after this casino thing, and she could see, like, I'm gonna be wealthy and powerful, and that's all she wanted. I think that that's the thing too. Like, what's gonna happen in season four? Like, how is she gonna be emotionally, mentally, like whatever, from just killing her brother, basically? Yeah. Like, how is she, how is that gonna be different? And and what you guys said with Ben and uh, and kind of not instigating but um encouraging oh yeah encouraging ben was a huge like encouraged wendy like he was like wendy you're the best at this you're so he absolutely (laughs) was he was the best one for wendy this is the first time i've seen you like this like this is the this is my real sister you know Mm -hmm. i was like like so so like wendy had been this person and she had been closeted by marty um, this whole time, and then she's just she's just taking this opportunity. Closeted shout out, monk. <laughs> 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 Damn, you did him dirty as hell. 
my god. But Monk, I, Monk, you better be listening, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah, coming for Monk, you. you better be listening, man, because he's, 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 I think he's coming down next week. But we'll see about that. But as far as Wendy, like, this has been her time to shine, and, and she's 100% doing it. And she's she's done it from the beginning, though. Um, I don't think for her it wasn't really a, a – I don't think it was anything new. But it was a little surprise that she, right from the get-go she's like, hey, Marty, let's do this, let's do this. And Marty was the one who was like, no, nah, we already we're, – we're, you know, I have a plan. We're going through with it. But men, Wendy was just not having it, and that's when she kind of went. I, I kind of want to bring way. bring this back. So, kind of a, the what would you do? I kind of just had this thought. So, we know that Wendy cheated, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what if you were Marty and Wendy cheated on you? What would you like cut her off instantly? How would you approach that? Knowing you have a family and you have the cartel and all, uh, how would you go about that? Ah, oh, jeez, man, that's. I don't know. I'll, I'll take it from while you Go think. Uh, for Marty, I think this is like a the shittiest car you're dealt with. Like a, in speaking of like poker terms, I think he had no choice. If you were like, no, I'm not gonna d- uh, take my wife with. I think the cartel would be like, you know, your wife knows too much. We're gonna just gonna kill you guys. And I think uh, he, he had to deal with it. That I think that's um, it was like a given. You had no choice. You had to do that. And I think m- that's what Marty did. So, so I I guess, man, like, at the end of the day, you know what it is? Marty is the protagonist. He's obviously the good guy that we all know. And he had definitely had the best intentions for his family throughout all three seasons. Now, for Wendy, it's a little different. Um, She might have had best intentions for the first two seasons, but like I said earlier, season three is... She just wants this power. She just wants to do what she th- wants to do. And that's her, I think that's her politician mind going off. Like, as politicians, man, you're out to kill. You're out to go after the other individual. And um, and I think in a way, for her, it's very political. She's looking at a very political standpoint. And she's also very politically um, relevant because th- she has so many different connections. She can literally hit up the phone and be like, hey, I want to do this. De- and and whatever party it is, whatever whoever it is, will will definitely. And remember back the sen- uh, senator? She's starting this foundation. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, I think that that was her ultimate goal. Maybe she wants to run or or Bru- at least be like this a uh, huge powerful player in that, Missouri. That scene gave me so much anxiety when Ben walked through the oh those doors. I was like, oh, what man. is he gonna say? What is he gonna say? Yeah. I couldn't, man. And that it was, was so it was it was going so good too. It was like. Right from the start, like, Darlene had come in, but, like, she handled it pretty well, and everything else come in, and she was, like, she was okay, and then, oh, my God, and Ben comes in, Ben comes in, and just, God damn it. Yeah, that was messed up, but uh, I just, one thing we haven't talked about, Wyatt, what do you guys think about Wyatt? (laughs) (laughs) You know who Wyatt reminds me of? Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Oh, Pat's a little freak, dude. Just, I know a little freak. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, seriously though, what do you guys uh, do? You, would you guys do what he did? You know, uh, like I after finding out that his uh, dad and uncle was killed by your cousin, and like you know, I, I think he's definitely fucked up in the head for sure. 
Which yeah, is, dude, you gotta be fucked up to be fucking that woman. I know, but he he needed that touch like Turbo, bro. He he just he's <laughs> been in quarantine for fucking four weeks, man. He just needs it. What can this I say? To get it off, right? <laughs> exactly. But 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 I also thought it was kind of cool how Darlene was kind of like, "Yo, she's your cousin. Like, go talk to her. Like, she's in the hospital, right?" Yeah. So I thought that was kind. She was kind of encouraging. Yeah, in a way, like uh, Darlene is good for uh, Wyatt, but at the same time, I think Darlene is just manipulating the shit out of uh, the uh, Langmores. How how old do you think Darlene is? Fifty? No, no, no sixty-four. No. No, I think she's like fifty nine. And Wyatt, Wyatt, I uh, he nineteen. Had, he had 20. just graduated, was go- about to go to college. Ruth was trying to pay for his, so eighteen, bro, nineteen, six, sixty. That's prime time right there, bro. See, <laughs> and, and and I I actually and, like, and then she's like, yeah, you know, I'm experienced. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to learn, baby. For a long time. <laughs> I was like, oh, give it to me, baby. That. No, but I, I like how you brought up Wyatt because I know Aaron, you haven't watched Tiger King yet. But um, Darlene is kind of like a Joe Exotic, dude. <laughs> Why? Because she starts him young. Like, she... No, oh, yeah. no, no, no. She... <laughs> she okay, in that way, yes. No, I, no, no, I no, no. She is so strategic. Um, and I know Joe Exotic, he's probably too dumb to know how to strategize with an 18, 19-year-old. But Darlene, her getting at Wyatt... It's 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 due to her lacking the love that she used to have from one of her helper, the big guy, yeah. the one of her helpers and her husband who she killed. She needed something, but she also needed someone to keep this um, uh, meth meth was it yeah. or heroin? Yeah, heroin. Yeah, she wanted this heroin company to go off, and she emphasizes like this: we want our locals to yeah. thrive. Yeah, I I actually don't think it's none of love. I think. She has a pl- she has a plan and she's it, gonna fucking execute. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and it's it's everything just kind of fell through. She saw the vulnerable Wyatt. She needed. She had seen what he had gone through, the troubles that he had with her his his family members, and 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 when Ruth, when she was having distancing herself from the birds, she she was so quick to take initiative and be like, all right, Ruth, come in with me. I got you. So this is it's, it's all planned out. I think. I'm I'm sure the sex is good for her because it's a young lad. I'm sure that's don't just need the, the blue be- pill, you know. Exactly. Stays hard for a while. Exactly. That's just a be- That's just a side product of you know a benefit that comes with it. But the sh- ultimate sh- plan for Darlene. Shout out Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Hong Kong in the Asia's, but the Hong Kong in Mexico. Tijuana. Tijuana. DDP will be there one day. Yeah, DDP. We're definitely going to do a podcast from there, too. <laughs> oh, <we'll laughs> recap. <laughs> we'll make it rain for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so once this is all said and done, how do you guys see who wins? I hope Marty. That's my guy. I love Marty, um, but I think he has fucked so many people over. Um, and he he shows no emotion. I was thinking, I was like, how many times have we seen him smile? We've never heard him laugh in the, in the seasons. I mean, uh, he has no. He has never showed sympathy towards literally anyone, like barely even his family, barely even his wife, and he has really done Ruth wrong because Ruth was yeah. has has showed so much loyalty. She has freaking killed her uncles for Marty. Yeah, 100%. But, but she was a bad person to begin with. No, hundred percent. But she was able to do every. 
she was she could carry the company. Right when Marty had seen the potential, she was. I mean, Marty was like, "Hey, Ruth, run run the strip club for me." And look, it has it has transcended into run the casino for me. Now Marty can't do anything. I mean, he can, but he, he needs the help. Exactly, and Ruth. Uh, uh, he, Ruth was one character that he needed on his side, and he's lost her, and I just think that's that's that really has crippled him. And 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 then Darlene and Ruth and Wyatt all partnering up with KC, the mobs. I don't know. The chances are very low for Marty and 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 the Bird family, um, unless the cartels find a way to freaking bring an army and just to fight the Casey mob and Darlene. Yeah, I am very interested in what uh, happens to Ruth. I mean, I th- is she going to join these uh, crazy lunatic redne- redneck or is, is she going to come back? And I feel I have a feeling that they're going to stick with the, uh, what's it called, uh, with uh, the rednecks uh, growing heroin in their backyard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, because uh, I really like Ruth. I think she's an incredible, first of all, I don't know what, the actress's name is she's incredible, and secondly, that character, holy crap, so good, yep, so good. The way it was developed throughout even season one. Oh yeah. Now. yeah, oh yeah, the Langmores. <laughs> the way she started yeah. and where she's at now. She's smart, dude. She's fucking smart. She she is very underestimated. Yeah, definitely. Like people don't see her; they see her as this freaking small little girl. But holy shit, she's got bigger balls than King Kong, dude. Yeah, I love the scene when uh, she throws <laughs> off a. Uh, throws off a Frank uh, Cosgrove Jr. Mm-hmm. off the boat. I love like, it. Kicks him in the dick and fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. fuck that guy. <laughs> God, yeah, Ruth got gotta love her, man. But ultimately, I think Marty has a huge target on his back, along with the Bird family. Unless Omar Navarro, he does everything to keep him safe. They're ca- they're they're gonna get kept. I actually disagree. I I think Marty and Wendy are gonna somehow come. And just edge them out. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but but they will. They'll find a way. That's going to be reality, but in alter, alternate reality, Ruth and everyone wins because all cards are against Marty and Wendy right now. Like, yeah. they they have nothing on their side. You know, um, I just want to give a shout-out to Marty in that scene where he uh, goes to Frank... Uh, the, uh, yeah, a KC yeah, yeah. mob and essentially just says, hey, forget the 15% I was going to give you. Fuck you. <laughs> you guys fucked up and I'm not going to do any more business with you. And that's the money I wanted this whole time. Yes. Uh-huh. Who's being a little bitch and all like, like Ruth being an, an untouchable, right? And she was, uh, they said that she's an untouchable. You're not supposed to touch her. Then the junior comes up and beats the shit out of her. That's where he really fucked up. And I think he should have done that. The same thing that Darlene did. Yeah. Send but he's message. not the type of guy, though. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't do some of that dirty stuff. Like no. I, and then, and then, I, I, as much as I agree with you, I have to go against you because, holy crap, dude, Marty had the feds up his ass, had the cartels up his true, ass. True, true. If if he wasn't going to jail, dog, yeah. if if he wasn't going to jail, he was getting capped by the cartels, and his whole family was gonna gonna die. But no, that that is the Marty that we, I think we all wanted to see because he just he just flat out put the foot down, mm-hmm. put his freaking pants down, and just yeah. told him, man, <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. I I love just how calculated he is, and even when he talks, it's just like so calm, relaxing. Like like you said, he shows no emotion. Yep. He's just 
thinking about the future and he's so calculated and he already knows the next move and what he's doing. Is it is it ironic that a individual um is so so calm collected, he's always got a poker face that he gets a casino, that he invests in the casino, that's like his first idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, how hard are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, chill, Bob. <laughs> Like no, but guy. no, it makes sense though, dude. I think the show itself, I think the reason why we love it is so the variety of feelings that you get through only 10 episodes, just like it's a it's a literally a roller coaster. Um and every every episode was able to bring a different dynamic from from the show itself. Yeah. And um no, dude, the show definitely is one of the best. Oh, it's the best one out there in my opinion. It's up there with Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Succession is the and uh, and uh, this one is probably the best shows on right now. I think so, no doubt. I think so, and I'm excited for what is to come for Ozark, um, season four, season four, and uh, I think we, uh, I think we're definitely gonna do like a se- maybe season one or two of Succession, any uh, soon, yeah, hopefully, I, yeah, because I really want to do that show because <coughs> that show is incredible. Yeah, that that uh, for any of our listeners that's listening, if you guys haven't watched the show, please start watching it now. So oh when, yeah. we, when we do decide to, you know, um, do an episode on it, you guys are all caught up. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, the sh- the show is absolutely amazing. It's not the action type as far as Ozark. Um, a lot of drama. A lot of drama, and the mm-hmm. dialogue is amazing. Dialogue is amazing. The way they shot it is incredible. Yep. And the characters are just top notch. Hundred percent. I absolutely love it whenever he says "fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> by the by, the Padre Logan. Now, um, no, a lot of the show is out right now. Um, and then we last week on the DDP. I mean, it's not a show; it's a documentary. But it's uh, the Tiger King. We covered that. Um, and then we are definitely gonna have many more episodes. Um, and then here comes Aaron. And then to kind of close it off. I think everything that we have talked about, we can kind of sum up maybe into 30 seconds or to a minute. Okay. And um, I kind of want to hear pitches if we were in an elevator with a huge director or something and you had this brilliant idea, how would you pitch this show? Okay, I'll, I'll go first. Oh, I'll, go I'll pitch a spinoff and it's going to be around Jonah. Okay. All right. Like hey, oh, you're doing completely different, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if there's like a spinoff ever to be made, I'll be like, yo, look here, guys. This this kid, he's only like 14 years old, going through puberty, but he knows how to wash money. His parents are working for the cartel, and uh, what he wants to do is that he's gonna he wants to take over the gaming world and wash money through that. Is that a good pitch? That's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I th- I think for the relevance as far as like EA Sports, I think that could make some noise. <laughs> um, but you would have to definitely have to. I gotta develop this, dude. Now, stay tuned, guys, because this is like you're right off the dome, man. No, no, exactly. I mean, that, that's <laughs> the beauty of this of of this uh, of this top. I mean, my question here, which you actually came up with, and I'm funny. I'm asking you, um, but Aaron. I don't know if you, I, you've got to have something. If you were able, if you were gonna pitch the show to a director or someone on a elevator going from 
um, floor one of the Sears Tower to floor whatever. I'd be like, yo, listen up. I wash money for El Chapo. <laughs> All right. Done. Mm. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Let me make a show. It's a rep, you know? But uh, no, it'd be like, s- s- there's a guy. He's a genius, basically. He washes money for the most powerful organization really in the world, right? Uh-huh. And he's he, all of a sudden, he's having conflicting issues with his family and other people, other locals, but he's trying to surpass all that how how is he gonna i don't know it, it, it's a it's, it's and at the same time he's trying to escape it yeah 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 there, there yes. you go boom like that i i think that's pretty good as far as the show um for me i think i would take a little bit of spinoff like you said i would actually go from the locals of ozark i would take it from um darlene and her husband i forgot his name because he died a while ago um, but I would take oh, it like from a prequel type of thing. Exactly, I would take it from a uh, standpoint of Darlene and her husband, how they have have developed this heroin business. I'd be like, hey, all right, we have locals, Ozark, Missouri. They run the business off of heroin. The way they distribute it is through by the people, Casey, locals. Mob. No, no, no. The, when they start off yeah. with, they use Sunday churches. What they do is they distribute it to their locals, and what they do is they are going to be the distributors for the whole heroin in Missouri. Sold, sold, now, sold. Now, now you've how been much money you need, dude? Y- you've been you've been killing it, but then fuck, dude, this 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 random rich white boy from Chicago comes in, thinks he's hard shit, and starts What's buying the everything, church, yeah. and then he starts taking your business and your distribution, and you want to you want to cap this guy. Boom. How do we kill him? To be continued. I think I think we should have just stuck with the prequel part. I think <laughs> that that would have been that's great. But I'm sold. I'm sold. And t- I no, love I the prequel for the uh the rednecks. Yeah, no, I th- I think it with that itself is like right when they were introduced they were interesting as it was. Um and they're rednecks and maybe maybe even get Joe Exotic in there. <laughs> 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 that's a stretch. God damn. Joe Exotic. Um, I would say it was a pretty successful uh, first episode. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us. Yeah, I man. hope you're back again. No problem. Soon. No problem. Yeah, you'll hear. You'll if we know. do like Narcos or something, oh, that'll be that'll be a great one for sure. Definitely, definitely. Only Mexico though. Oh, th- I actually like that one better. Yeah, do me you? too. Me too. I I I like that. I don't know which one I like better, that one or El Chapo. El Chapo is really good. Uh, oh, El Chapo, really? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, because now you're getting so current now. So now you exactly. have now where he escapes through the tunnel and now he's you're basically two thousands. But that's what that's where uh, Narcos is going off though. They have introduced El Chapo, and I really want to see what they do with the next episode. Next episode, as far as um, El Chapo, because it's going to be season three, Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. Narcos, Mexico. Se- yeah. Season two, I loved it. It was, it was very good. good. I, I really m- fucks with it, dude. Honestly, hell yeah. So moving forward, I think I think we can put uh, as we already talked about Succession. That's already on the list. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it, Aaron, watch it. Maybe oh we'll, yeah, we'll you have to. Maybe we'll invite you back for that because that show is excellent. And then uh, we'll also put uh, Narcos, Colombia, and Mexico on the list. Um, and and for you know anyone that's listening, any of our fans, stay in touch with us as far as you know what our plans are and if there are any shows that you guys want us to go ahead and cover. 
and give you guys an opinionated podcast as far as what we think. Um, let us know, you know. We like to uh, feed off what your ideas are just to provide what you guys want to hear. And uh, we'll have uh, more goofs like Aaron on the show. More guests. What <laughs> 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 All right. And again, Aaron, thanks for coming on, man. And uh, as always, our producer, thanks for making all of this happen. And thanks to myself for being the best. Ho- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. now you're feeling yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for listening to us. And um, until next time, guys, take care. Lakers in three, baby. Lakers. <laughs> uh, Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Way to bring the check. When we talk, we collision the cars. Keep us in your thoughts. Fully dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons heading off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the fog. Season's greetings, graffiti. Season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line.